This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is hour number two on this Tuesday afternoon. Our friend Jamie Ucas will join us at the uh, bottom of the hour. If you missed us, thanks for uh, joining us here in hour number two. You can always uh, track down our information We'll offer up uh, comments on Twitter at Shad Hartman Show, at Dave underscore Harrigan. And you can podcast the show. Dave will give you uh, segments, interviews, half hours, hours. Chad Hartman Show, uh, almost every place you get your podcast. Red flag laws have been debated in this country frequently the last few years. Certainly was a part of the conversation in this state last year. And in particular with the trifecta, with the Democrats controlling uh, the governor, the Senate, and the House. They, uh, they steamed through, steamrolled through a lot of legislation they approved, and that included Minnesota becoming the 20th state with a version of a red flag law. To talk about this is uh, Rob Dorr. Rob is a government relations consultant, political analyst, and senior vice president of government affairs for Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus, and is a, a, a excellent communicator on this topic for his side. And Rob, like all of our guests, is on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I appreciate you coming on, sir. Um, in in the philosophical sense, clearly you and your organization have stated your opposition against a red flag laws. Is there any part of whether it's a part of what's labeled here the extreme risk protection orders in Minnesota or other versions of red flag laws in other states where at least part of it you agree with what was passed? So we do agree with the uh, underlying premise that somebody who's at risk shouldn't have firearms. Uh, Where I think we depart is the, the red flag laws operate under a presumption that Removing a firearm removes the risk, the, the, the individual who, who is at risk of harming themselves or others. Uh, other states have things that, that require uh, notice and hearing. So you actually, before the property is seized, both sides of the table get to present their information and their evidence. This helps sniff out anything that, uh, that may result in a, a frivolous or, or, or less than authentic claim to make sure people's rights aren't respected. The states that follow that notice and hearing period uh, you, we, we think provides a little bit more protection than the type of orders that we're talking about here, where it's done entirely uh, based on one party's accusation. Okay, I'll, I'll read part of the law, which which amplifies what you're saying. There are two types 
of ERPOs, the Extreme Risk Protection Orders, known to a lot of us as red flag laws. Emergency and long-term. If a judicial officer grants an emergency ERPO, it goes into effect right away and lasts for 14 days. The long-term one can only be granted after a court hearing. Now, who can file this? Family or household member? Chief law enforcement officer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just reading through. A family or household member, chief law enforcement officer, city or county attorney, a guardian can file a petition. Family or household member means, because I think this is precise, spouses or former spouses, parents and children of the respondent, persons who presently reside with the respondent, a person involved in a significant romantic or sexual relationship with the respondent, uh, in determining persons whether they're significant or romantic sexual relations under clause, the court shall be consider the length or time of the relationship. So, hypothetically, Rob, I find out somebody close to me, I believe, either they're in jeopardy by having this gun or others in jeopardy. And I want to get this stopped as soon as possible. You think this takes away due process if it's done right away, and a court hearing should happen, and we should have the debate. Is that a fair assessment of of, of your the point you're trying to make? Um, I think more simply, we don't think that any person should be deprived of their property without the due process and uh, a without an adversarial pro, uh, a hearing where somebody can present their side. There isn't sufficient due process. Okay, so the concern would be that. Again, I'll just use myself hypothetically. Somebody close to me, I feel like I should be able to use this law. I think the concern some have suggested that because of the court system, it might take weeks, if not months, before that gun is removed. Is that a false characterization by those who believe that the red flag laws make sense? Do you think this can be handled in a quick, expedient way? Well, I, yeah, I mean, courts handle emergency petitions for things all of the time. So if it is, in fact, an emergency, the courts have the capacity to handle those emergent situations. So you think within four or five days, as an example? I, I mean, every, every court in the state is going to be a little bit different. Uh, you know, certainly the caseloads and you know, Hennepin and Ramsey counties are going to be more significant than, than greater Minnesota. But there's always emergency petitions, emergency no, no contact orders, things like that. And the courts process those on a daily basis. I don't see why these would be treated differently. What, what would be too long for you? And again, I, I believe in due process also. Right. I, I, I understand the conflict on this. OK, I, I get it. What would be if, if it turns out we see this and in states who prefer the way you do in the way, by the way, millions and millions across the country say, no, no, you can't do this unless we have some sort of court hearing where both sides get to make their case. If we saw in Minnesota, hypothetically, where that took multiple weeks on a regular basis, would you change your view in any way? I I don't think so, because I, I still think the underlying premise of the law is faulty, that simply removing the firearm without addressing the person in crisis it isn't going to resolve it. If you've got somebody who's a danger to themselves, uh, you know, risk of suicide. If you go in and you get some of the guns, you don't know how many they have. You don't know where they're at. 
uh, you, and you leave the person there, they might still have more firearms in the house, but they still have knives in the kitchen, a, a medicine cabinet full of pills, a Ford F-150 in the garage, a rope in the shed. You're not actually addressing the core issue that we're worried about. We're worried about the person who's a risk to themselves or others. Not operating, you know, there, there's a false presumption that once the firearm is gone, that person is no longer a risk. We're more interested in addressing the person and getting them the help that they need. And there's tools in Minnesota law to do that. Rob Dore is with us uh, from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. I've heard you make this that point before, and, and I told you this in text. I think you're an excellent communicator. I think some people feel that, okay, that, okay, we've got the gun, it's case closed, let's move on. I think others feel like, and I want you to respond to this, feel like at least this is one step, that we can't solve everything. But this is one step, and this is part of my dilemma here, as I see what we have in this country, I do not want to. I do not want to stop anybody who legally goes through the process to have a gun, whether it's to hunt or to protect themselves. I know how incredible, incredibly challenging it is to write laws where it's not so onerous on legal owners compared to those who are, have criminal intent can find guns. I know mental health is a part of it. I sometimes, Rob, feel like that. On all sides of this issue, too many people say, well, if we don't solve every part of it, then why do anything? Wouldn't some of this at least be a step forward? Not resolving it, but potentially be a part of the process. Not the end all, but a part of it. I'd be more sympathetic to the to the argument if the red flag ordered on an emergency basis was accompanied with something else. It, that was targeted at addressing the person's crisis. If, for example, there was a uh, civil commitment proceedings that were instituted at the same time, and there was a red flag uh, order issued while that, those were, were going on. If the person was placed on, let's say, a 72-hour hold where they were being evaluated during a mental crisis, and the, the, the red flag order accompanied that, I think that that could be part of a comprehensive strategy that you're talking about to address somebody who's at risk of harming themselves or others. I just it doesn't seem logical to think that just targeting the firearm is a resolution when you're leaving the person themselves with a myriad of other options to harm themselves or somebody else, leaving them on. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. And obviously in your scenario, and again, a scenario that a lot of people believe in, the only way all that happens is through a court case, right? I, I don't think you're suggesting a lot of that can happen just because a respondent files a claim and then all that can take place. This kind of goes back to your point of this This has to be debated and litigated in court for more than just the gun removal. Is that fair? Well, yeah, well, something like a 72-hour hold is intended for these emergency situations where somebody is a risk for themselves to themselves or others. Law enforcement or medical professionals can have the, uh, can hold somebody for evaluation to ensure that they're not a risk. So that is something that happens without a court process, just based on a comprehensive analysis of the person's risk to themselves or others, and addressing that person's uh, individualized risk. Okay, so if this law would have would have said. What under the criteria I laid out before, an individual makes a case and they qualify under that criteria that this individual has to face a 72 hour hold and it's a collective matter. It's not just the gun. Would your organization have been in favor of that? Uh, I, you know, I get, it's hard to say if we would have been in favor, but our uh, our objections would have been significantly mooted because at least there was a strong effort to address the person in crisis. The, the finer details may have needed more work, but uh, that that's much closer to something we could have support supported. I know you you and your organization also wanted to comment on the Star Tribune editorial today. They they offered up comments again on the red red flag law, and they cited the recent case of the AR-15 and the injury. What did, what did you want to say about that uh, to counter what the Tribune offered up in their editorial? Yeah, the the Star Tribune editorial board has is, is, had a, a history of opining on these measures by only speaking to, to one side of the issue, and that's that's been uh, a bit of a frustration for our leadership and our members. Uh, but with this particular uh, instance that they used to cite the, the potential uh, veracity of a red flag law, the individuals in possession of the AR-15 were already prohibited persons. Uh, there was nothing that without the red flag law that would have stopped law enforcement from executing a search warrant and seizing the, the firearms, or even just upon knowledge or probable cause. Uh, seizing the firearms without a warrant if they knew that these individuals uh, had, had uh, in fact, possessed them. The Star Tribune editorial board positioned this as if, if only the red flag law would have been applied, then, you know, maybe they, we could have done something, but we already could have done something under existing law. Um, one other point, and I remind folks, uh, Rob Dorr is with us from the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. When I've talked about it, when I've, I've read stories about it or watch other commentary, that there has been a fear by some individuals who oppose the concept that individuals who follow the, who qualify for these criteria will offer up reasons why a gun should be removed. And it turns out factually it's not there. They're just making this up. The other stories I've read about this don't show that to be true. Is there any proof that if, and again, you don't agree with these laws, but that the law is passed and that people are just making up stories to take the guns away? Maybe there's isolated incidents, but there's no real pattern of this. Is there so far? Yeah, I mean, that would require a comprehensive analysis of the you know the uh, number of petitions that were granted and the the 
you know, the number of you know, long-term ones that were denied. You know, so it's hard to say. We are aware of numerous anecdotes of uh, you know, individualized instances of people using these against ex-spouses and, and things like that. Uh, the uh, New York, actually, their trial court uh, at the trial court level found that the laws were uh, unconstitutional because of some of the due process concerns uh, re- regarding the determination of risk. I think alongside of that, our other the other side of that coin is, so let's say you do get one of these orders, what's the burden for you to be able to get them canceled? And that's what's very concerning, because when you look at the, the, in order to, let's say there is a frivolous order issued against you, what's your remedy for getting your firearms back against that frivolous uh, accusation? And you have to prove by what the document says is clear and convincing evidence. That's beyond a preponderance of the evidence. It's the standard just below, beyond a reasonable doubt. You have to prove by clear and convincing evidence that you are not a risk to yourself. You're asking somebody to prove a negative, uh, that they are not a risk. That's the remedy that's baked into the law. So even if you know, there's just insufficient remedy, even if you are confronted with these false accusations here in Minnesota. You may have answered that. Uh, you may have answered this question already because of what you offered up there about your belief that the proof is too high for individuals to get their gun back. But if the, if the red flag laws, instead of 14 days, if it was three days in this state, would you would you and the organization feel any differently? Uh, again, I mean, we would feel the same way about without uh, addressing the individual in crisis that that you're still not solving anything. So I'm not sure. But it gets us closer to gets us closer to a potential court case. Right. If it was three days and that gets us closer to a potential court case and it does take, you know, again, it's it's the due process dilemma because I I get your side. Right. And again, and others echo that. But for for folks who believe we're making too many mistakes when people close to them know that someone is in jeopardy harming themselves and others, if it was just three days and that gets us closer to a formal court hearing, is that any sort of compromise? It would be a compromise. I mean, I guess it would be a lesser uh, infringement on somebody's rights, but we still don't think it addresses the actual issue. Rob, thanks for your time. I appreciate it, sir. Anytime. Rob Dorr, again. Uh, government relations uh, consultant, political analyst, and senior vice president of government affairs for the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. If you want to react to any part of that conversation, you certainly can. We've talked guns. We've talked mental health. We've talked red flag laws many times. I thought Rob laid out his case very well. I try to ask the pertinent questions. I want to hear from you. What do you want to say about the conversation? We'll have some time when we come back. Not a lot because we're going to get to Jamie, but you want to react, you certainly can. 651 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.